That was the best lemon I ever had. Me too. That goes triple for me. Word from between the bedsheets just came in. You're good, but you can always do better. We want to hear from all the sex kittens and dirty dogs out there. All the cuddlers, stocking wearers, rope tires and biters. Just remember, this is a show for all the lovers, not the fighters. Naughty rude. 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 The show where anyone can have their say. You are joined here by Ruby, Liz, and Lachlan. Hi. <laughs> now, Lachlan, if people want to find us on the socials, where can they find us? At Naughty Rude Sin. That is where Liz has X, Instagram, and Facebook locked down and you can totally get involved there or over on our tumblr or our link tree as well so anyway really slide into our dms it's going to be a great show ruby where is our podcast yes you can find our podcast every week on spotify apple podcasts or just any podcast app really (laughs) so true so last i checked is anyone here a doctor not me Every week you bring it up and every week I'm I disappoint so, you. It's, it's, it's the Asian mom in me. It's, it's like, is anyone here a doctor? No, I'm also disappointed in myself. But as you guys know, we are not doctors here. So if you have a medical emergency, please do not come to us. Go to your local GP, go to, you know, speak to a professional and then tell us about it afterwards. We'd love that. Yes, definitely. We've got a few helplines you can call if you need anything. Um, you can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636, 1800RESPECT on 1800 737 732 or the Q Life helpline on 1800 184 527. Liz, tell us about your naughty rude week. Okay, so... Liz, you're lonely. I am. I'm so, so lonely. <laughs> so is that why you ended up where you ended up last night? I ended... <laughs> I'm being called out. I ended work last night pretty late because I work in a jazz bar doing uh, button pressing. Yep. Much like what I'm doing here. <laughs> and you are very good at it. You really push I my am. buttons. Yeah, but you push, you push my buttons, like, in an annoying way, not in, like, a cool, productive way. <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting. <laughs> oh, well, that's an interesting thing to Anyway, um <laughs> Sorry, moving back to moving back to my naughty rude week. I saw a one of those like cool billboards that gets driven around. I lean all the trucks on the truck. Yeah. And it was like if you um say you saw the billboard, it's free entry. And I was like, ooh, free entry to where? It was a strip club. I went to a strip club. Oh, my God. Tell us more. <laughs> Did you go alone? Did you go with people? Well, I, like, forced my friend. I'm so happy he came with me because I was, like, originally, I've I've been wanting to go to a gentleman's It was a gentleman's club. Sorry, let me rephrase. I've been wanting to go to a gentleman's club for, like, ages. Yeah. No one will go with me. Ugh. None of my friends you are You don't game. have any gentlemen in your life? <laughs> Why won't anyone go with you? I don't know. But last night, my friend, um, one of my coworkers just kindly did come with me to a gentleman's club. What so a I was not there. He was, in fact, a gentleman. Thoughts? Did you like it? I did. It was very inspiring in like a weird way. Yeah? What, 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 like, what was it like? Tell us more. Well, it was essentially this, like, it was a club with um, these ladies, like, in yeah. virtually nothing. Yeah. Walking around Slay. They're, they're all so gorgeous. Yeah. They were very pretty people. And like, were they dancing? There was two dance floors. Yeah. And basically, once they finished with their main dance, they would move to the secondary dance floor where the next girl took stage. Yeah, okay. So it was very, very slow. You could approach them, talk to them, yeah. obviously take take them for a dance. Yeah. It was... I... The 
their their use of pole, like their pole dancing skills. Oh, they're incredibly strong. Yeah, it is crazy how like talented some of these people yeah. are. They have to be so fit. Mm. I was I was just in awe the entire time I was there. I was like, I wish I was you. Yeah. Because like, I feel like they make it look really easy, but like you try to hoist yourself upside down on a pole and see how easy it is. It is not. I have like done pole twice in my life, yeah, and me it was too. it was just difficult. I did pole for a little while, and it was it's so hard. And like you, you try to do stuff, and then you just like hurt so much. The next also, day. like the bruises. How do they not have bruises? It hurts, right? Yeah. Anyway, I have so much respect for them. They're so talented. I absolutely loved it. Like I might go again. Yeah, do it. We can do a Naughty Roots show excursion. We Naughty sh- Roots night out. Naughty <laughs> Roots night out to Gentleman's Club. <laughs> if you like, sit literally right next to the stage, firstly, you get audience interaction. Yeah. They very much come in. It's not a see-no-touch club, Yeah, is my point. And you, it's a mandatory tipping section. Yeah. And the one of the announcers was basically saying that they recommend you tip as much as large as your dick is. Just the accusing look from Liz there. <laughs> I couldn't go there. I'd be cleaned out. For anyone who is interested in knowing, it was about $30 entry. Oh, okay, cool. That's yeah. not too bad. There seemed to be, like, Monopoly money there. I oh, think you can pay yep. to use their money. But I, I'm going to be real. I have no idea what how the situation works. I was just there to experience... A gentleman's club for the first time in my life. Love it. And not the last time. What a fun, naughty, rude week. I didn't really have that much of a naughty, rude week. The only, like, really rogue thing I did this week was I started rewatching old episodes of Glee, which is, like, just, it's just, it's, you know, it's an interesting show. It was definitely, like, very popular in its time. Um, It was fun to rewatch. Anyway. Just That's like, a very chaotic choice. Yeah, it was. I, we, I love it. It was my friends and I on Friday night. We were like, what are we going to do with our Friday night? We were like, let's watch Glee. Anyway, and then I sang some Glee songs at karaoke last night. As so. you should. Yeah, anyway. Like, no, that was the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. Not a very exciting week. That's okay. <laughs> Yesterday, I went out for some drinks and I ended up at a bar called Daddy Bar. I love Daddy Bar. Have you been? Oh it's, my god! Yes, yeah. but I went like five years ago. Probably is it still amazing? I mean, I, it was very early in the day. This yeah, is the thing. So it was like I would have to go back there. I just remember. I, obviously, it was a while ago, so I can't like really remember. But um, it was because like I'd moved to that area recently, and we were like exploring the new area. And like I'd only moved to Melbourne recently too. I just remember going with I think my housemates, and it was just like such like a quirky vibe. Like they had like fun interior design. Yes. Elements, and I remember like the bartenders being like, "Yep, like we will make you like a drink. Like a, tell us what you like. We'll make you like something according to your taste." I just remember it, it was just like. It which is a crazy vibe. And it's like pretty small too, which I liked. Yeah, no, that that was definitely the vibe that we got. Very quirky decor. And just a great name too. Yes. I mean I felt I felt seen. Yeah. Did you feel like a turkey? <laughs> when do I not? But look, before we get into the show, I do need to make an apology, actually, because just yeah. throughout the season, I've gotten into this habit of talking incredibly disparagingly about and even to the man in my life. And I do want to say that there are men out there who make an incredibly positive impact on their communities and just possess such profoundly developed communication skills. They do. And really? so for the next two hours, just for Daddy's Only Day, today. I'm going to pretend that's something I believe. Speaking of Daddy's mm-hmm. Day, I just needed to say, yes, happy Daddy's Day, Lachlan. Thank you. Yeah. Happy Daddy's been... Day to all the daddies out there. I'm so excited to discuss our letter of the week. It's, it's a good your one. favorite segment. Mm, it's it a good is. letter this week too. Where do we even begin? We've said it's a good letter. Can yeah. somebody tell me what it the letter is? It is the letter S. 
It is. I guess the low hanging fruit would be six. Wait, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the obvious one. But you know, you got different iterations of sex. You got you shag, do? screw, shack up, sexy time. <laughs> All oh of my them. Gosh. So many s words. Sexy sex words. <laughs> but what about safe sex? That's true. That is very important. It's important. It is very important. It ended that relationship that I was telling you about last week. Yeah. The breakup. Oh, my God. So true. He's done. He's finished. So, so true. Well, you also got safe word. I love me a good safe word. I think those are important. Very important. What is a good safe word? Apples. (laughs) Sure. I just feel like I've seen that in a movie somewhere. But like, I don't know why. In the top of my head, I was like, mojito. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's a it. fun one. I do like it. I feel like the easy safe words are obviously the red, um, orange, green. So your True. traffic lights. So mm. green is for go. Yellow is for maybe mm, slow down a bit. True. And red is for straight up stop. Yeah, that yeah. is good. That's so those good are thing. easy ones. Yeah, that's good. If you need tips. Yeah. I love me a good smooch. Oh, yes. Actually, I did. I could can add to my Naughty Rude Week that I had a very cute smooch in Aww. Yaya's. That's all. <laughs> We've also got the word schlong. Gotta love the word schlong. It's a really satisfying word. It feels like mm. good rolling off the tongue, you know? Schlong. schlong. <laughs> so good. I feel like, you know, we sometimes occasionally, when when the letter arises that goes together with, like, the BDSM curve, we hit those words. So mm. sadist oh, or yep. sadism. Yep. Would anyone like to like to explain what that means? No. I, sh- I don't really <laughs> know. So, no, someone else. <laughs> Do you just not know what it means, Lachlan? Do you not want to talk about it? Oh, okay, on. so sadism is when yeah, you no, like hurting not. somebody. I, yes. Oh, okay. So sadism and masochism normally go hand in hand. Yes. Yeah, that's... Actually, you know what? No, I was confusing <laughs> it with masochist. Yeah, so masochists yes. like being in pain. Sadis- sadists like hurting. Okay, so sadists and masochists normally. are a match made in heaven. Pretty much. Okay, well, there you go. Slay. There's someone out there for everyone. There's a good S word, slay. Slay. Slay is a good S word. We love it. I, um, it was eavesdropping on these two guys this week at a cafe, and one of them, um, they were talking about their friend's new girlfriend. Okay. And one was like, oh, do you like her? And he, she, he, the guy goes, mm, I don't know. Like, she just talks too much like TikTok. She says slay all the time. And the friend goes, okay, boomer, you can't just not like someone because they say slay sometimes. And I was sitting there like, slay. Every, every time I say the word slay, a part of myself dies. But it's such a just good word. Slowly. But also, you can't not like someone because they just say slay. I was like, oh, my God. Anyway. Stamina. Stamina. Yeah. I feel like that is important. It's just something that people don't think about until it's too late. And they go, hold on. Where was my stamina? It, yeah. is, now, it is now gone. Yep. But it like, has forsaken me and it has only been 30 seconds. Could, like, out of curiosity, like, what, what are our thoughts on, like, too long? I just think it depends on the person. Like, if you like to mm. go for a long time. Because I feel like, you know, after a while you just kind of get bored. Well, yeah. It's like, this is happening and it's still happening. Well, yeah, that's, that's true. I think it depends. another S word, spice it up. Yeah. So true. Well, I think it's like sometimes, like, you're like, oh, I just, like, kind of want to, like, you know, make this a quick one. But then other times, like, I've had sex for, like, an hour, hour and a half, and I'm like, this is this is fun, this is nice. But I wouldn't do it all the time. I got things to do. <laughs> That's so fair. It can drag on when you're kind of just doing the same thing for a while. I got sent. This was very early on a Saturday morning, and I it took me a while to work out what it what it was because it was just like 
couch, carpet, bed, and it was like a list of. I was like, "Are you moving house? Like, is this like your like shopping list?" <laughs> the and way that just... clicked together for me so quickly. Uh, yes, yes, the list of surfaces that yep. had been desecrated the previous evening. Lovely. And it's like, well, that's a very dynamic evening. Yeah, a lot of really. places were um, broken in. Broken in. <laughs> How do we feel about spooning? Spooning is cute. Love a good spoon. Mm. I like being big spoon and little spoon, though. To be honest, Very I like true. a bit of both. Kind of de- depends on the vibe, right? Definitely, yeah. Like, if I'm cold, I'm like, I want to be a little spoon. But sometimes just, I like being the big spoon sometimes. Yeah. Mm. It's cute either way. It's really wholesome. I love a good spoon. How about skinny dipping? Have you guys been skinny dipping? Yes. Ooh. Not for a while, though. It's been cold. <laughs> it has been cold. <laughs> Too cold. I haven't even been swimming, let alone doing it naked. But summer's coming, guys. It is going to yeah. be the season for skinny dipping soon. Tell us about your skinny dipping stories, if you have any. Did someone steal your clothes and run off with them? Like, classic in the movie I think vibes. I'd cry. Yeah. But, like, you know, <laughs> classic in the movie. Oh, my I'd God. Cry. Have you guys seen that Jennifer Lawrence movie? What's it called? Um... Um, Jennifer's body. No, no, no. No, that's not Jennifer the Lawrence. So feelings, like feelings, hard feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a really recent one. I haven't seen it. I do not okay. spoil it. Okay. I'm looking. Really I'm going to say, I, I'm just, it's just not a spoiler. They go skinny dipping at one point. And then these kids, they, or like not kids, like these teenagers try they to steal their clothes. Steal their yeah. She comes up into the beach and beats the shit out of them. But she is in the nude, like full nude. And it's like the most, like, I was like not expecting it. I was like, what? What? Oh, and then she just absolutely like decks these people. It's hilarious. And then she just goes back out to the ocean. The guy's like, what happened? I'm like, how did you not see that? Anyway, it's a very funny scene. <laughs> She's so real for that. I can see this movie now. That. It's iconic, honestly. So iconic. A fun one that I kind of didn't really hear until like I moved to Australia is sloppy. <laughs> In referral to what? Like sloppy toppy. <laughs> I feel like that's very like American. Like it's very wet. Well, I don't know it's if it's a necessarily very Australian. Thing. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard it used very often, honestly. Mm. Somebody told me to put it on this list. Yes. That person also accuses me of being chronically online. So to find out that this is a very online word. Well, there you go. And you didn't know about it. Damn. So what's our last word? Just for daddy today. Yeah. Only Sugar today. daddy. Ah, we wouldn't we all love one? So no one no one here has had a sugar daddy? No, no. but I'd love one. Do you get like the messages? Yeah, of that course. That are like from the bots of like $5,000 allowance a yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've also so got one set offering mm. to be my sugar mummy too. So I was like, I've oh, got yeah, options. Equal opportunities. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like I would be down if I didn't have to do anything sexual. Well, this is the thing. That's I, what everyone says, I think. No, but I have a friend who did. Yeah, I um, have friends who have like yeah. relationships that's what everyone that don't says. And I'm like, how do you get these? Or like, even I knew this girl who had a sugar daddy, and all she had to do was text him some dirty texts like once every couple of weeks, and then he just sent her money. Yeah, see, if somebody offered to do that, sure. I would definitely do that. Hell yeah. No, this wasn't even a relationship. Like, she went out with him once, like one date. He gave her the money to get a tattoo. Because she had previously expressed Very that nice. desire. And then she just blocked him on Tinder, never saw him again, got the tattoo. She could have got more money out of him, though. <laughs> real, so real. True. But sometimes you got to quit while you're ahead. Got a question? You can slide into our DMs at thenaughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask.
Now, Ruby, you have some spring date ideas for us because it is September. It, it is, is the month. Coming it is a new spring. season. It's spring. It's September. It's all the S words. And so, yes, we're going to be talking about some, some good date ideas for spring because now it's getting warmer and sunnier. So, like, you know, there's more options for, like, fun date ideas. So you can do a fun tandem bike ride. I love I love that. I, where, where where do you do that? I've Melbourne? done it once. I booked uh, from somewhere like near like on the Yarra River, and I did it along the Yarra River. Wait, where do you book it along the Yarra River? Like there, I, there I was need like to know this. Um, I feel like if you just like look it up, it was like. God, I can't even remember exactly where it was. It was like down like the aquarium end of the Yarra, what? and you could just like book a tandem bike for like a few hours or whatever. And we did it. It was so fun, and we're planning on doing it again next weekend along St Kilda Beach. Um, but they're, they're kind of everywhere the tandem bike thing. So very fun. Would highly recommend. It's just like very like cutesy. You know, you got to work together. Like because if you don't like pedal at the same time, then your feet just get chopped up in the. Oh, I just <laughs> don't pedal. Yeah, that, that also that too. Just pop your feet up and let them do the work. Well, like so. I like a good tandem ride because I don't need to put my hands on the bars. I can just take selfies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Exposing my zoomer uh, mentality. Yeah. Anyway, so it's very fun. But honestly, like the tandem bikes that like. I've the one time I've done it, not a, not a particularly aesthetic tandem bike because I feel like you know like that yeah. song where it's like a bicycle built for two, and you imagine like a really cutesy bike. It's it's not cutesy, but it's practical. It is very practical, and it works. So that's a really cute date idea. I think like another really cute date idea would be a picnic. Definitely, there's like so many different things you can do on a picnic. So I feel true. like go to a park. You could play board games. You could do collage. You could paint. I am going to be doing a bit of Inktober. What's that? So it's like a thing that artists use to inspire themselves for the entire month of October. There's different prompts for every day. You draw a different thing. Oh, I love that. Yeah, so that's kind of See, cool. that's wholesome. I love that. But just honestly, like, going for a picnic and lying in the sun, like, it's just... I- so I went for two picnics this weekend because the weather was so two. good. Yeah, it's just, just like... Just booking them in. Well, I mean, I just have a park around the corner from my but house, like, so we just w- I wandered around and laid there oh, for a while amazing. reading our books, you know. The weather's been so muggy. I was supposed to have a picnic the other day, but it just started raining. Oh, really? No. This Where weekend, have you been going? This weekend was so nice. This weekend's been great. It was oh, yeah, so like, sunny I mean, and nice. Yeah, this weekend today, was good. Yeah, like, you got to pick the day, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like just doing that, it's so nice. Soak up the sun. Um, something Somewhere else where you can soak up the sun. The beach. So you could go get a coffee with someone, go for a walk along the beach. You could get an ice cream at the beach. Obviously, you could just, like, go to the beach and have a day there and swim. Um, You could go to a bar or a pub that's on the beach and get, like, a cocktail, like a sunset cocktail would be really cute. That would be nice. Um, I am pretty excited for it to get warm for beach weather. Definitely. I think something else I'm excited for is potentially to do one of those boat rides on the Yarra River. Yes. Like, I've been wanting to do one of those. The go boats? Yes. Yes. I I, like, just don't. I haven't done it. I've done it one time for a friend's birthday. So fun. Like and you could, and I've when we were doing it, it was like a group of us and we were just like drinking and stuff and eating food. But we saw a couple doing it and the there was one of them was driving the boat, like at the engine or whatever, and then the other one was drawing them, like live drawing, but as oh they were I was like, That's so cute. So I was like, That's a really great date idea. And that like they come really with a table cute. so you can have like a picnic and stuff. I'm also planning on doing that soon for a date night. So that I think it's really so, fun. So it's so getting better. You could also do a paddle boat like I know yes. um, obviously this is Melbourne specific but at the Yarra Bend Park you can go at these really cute paddle boats and have like a notebook moment like fully like it's got like oars and you, it's like this really wholesome area and it's like so cute I've gone on a boat yeah I've done it there like a while ago but so fun 
Mm. One thought I liked was having a walk. I mean, any this is like I'm just I'm just like a dog. I just like a wander. It's like a walk, <laughs> but like walking through. So as long as you walk, Lachlan, he's happy. Really, that's all I need. I yeah. just need to be taken outside, like you know, once a day. Like I'm chill. Yeah. But walking through the botanic gardens, maybe going on like a hike. Yeah. Like going into like yes. actually, let's I'm go into the woods. Love that. I'm I know your so hike excited to do that. Last week was a little bit traumatic. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> having listened it to that was podcast, still, it was still nice. It's fine, mm. but it is a good idea. Like to, yeah. it's like just you know, get some quality time mm. to get out of the city, get into nature. Yeah. Well, so now I'm it's like... now it's in spring, like during the day, yeah. like out in the open where there are witnesses. Yes, You're not gonna go <laughs> definitely. Missing. If you're going on a first day, I would not go out on a mm. hike in the middle of nowhere. I am so excited to do like little hike, like photo trails. Yeah, because I like so cute. have a camera and I just want to take videos. Yeah, and, like... cute. I love it. I love it. Um, I feel like as well, you go for a wander through like a farmers market would be cute. Yes. yes. Where are some farmers markets? You've got like Paran Market, Queen Vic. Um, there's like and then there's like smaller ones around as well. Like, oh, like like um, there's like a Sunday market in St Kilda now. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, there is along the beach. I have been to that. Yeah, it's like an mm. artist market. Yeah. Same in like um, Fitzroy has heaps of good Sunday markets, like artist markets and like clothes markets and stuff. So definitely that. Rose Street, you mean? Yeah, Rose Street. Very cool. But then there's like near Rose Street, there's like all these other like, yeah, clothes ones. It's so good. Really? Yeah. Like if you walk a bit further down, so okay. good. I feel like if it's a nice sunny afternoon, going to like a wine bar, a wine yes. and cheese bar. Or if you have a car and you have the privilege, you can drive down to the wineries. Yes, that'd be lovely. A but nice day trip. I find the issue with doing that, like, like driving to wineries, if you're like a couple, like one person has to like choose to not drink or like drink a very minimal mm. amount if they're on a full mm. license, obviously. So I feel like that's a little bit trickier. But if you're like going with a group of people or whatever, group date, woo, woo. Um, yeah, you can definitely make it Alternatively, work. Alternatively, the zoo. Yes, the zoo. I love the zoo. I still haven't been to Werribee, so that's yeah. somewhere I would want to go. Me too. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, I just feel like a zoo is just wholesome. You walk around, you look at the animals. You can, I don't know, it's like wholesome, wholesome day. But for those of you guys listening who want to go to the zoo that want to go somewhere a bit more accessible, the Melbourne Zoo is very, oh, yeah. very yes. accessible. It's like in the city, yeah. And well, the not in the lemurs city, are so cute. They are my favorite part of the zoo. Because they're like roaming. Yes, they're so cute. I love it. One uh, thing that we've got here is baking. Yeah. I love a bake, right? Yeah, make some like cinnamon scrolls. Maybe like a cute rom-com moment where like someone like puts a little bit of flour on the end of your nose and you get a little flour mm. bite. <laughs> Honestly, cooking in general. Baking lends itself to more of those rom-com moments. Like if I'm cooking, get the hell out of the kitchen. Oh, I'm the same. Let I'm like, cook. yeah, let me do my thing. I'm too much of a control freak. But baking, it's like, la, la, la. Right, that's the experience. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Making dessert with someone is just... It's very wholesome. Yeah. Mm. They can eat icing off your finger. <laughs> oh, that could turn into some other sort of date activity, but anyway. <laughs> um, what other date ideas do we have? Um, generally, like you go to like a live gig at a pub, mm. go to a drive through movie. Anyway, so many cute date ideas for spring with the weather getting nice. So we hope you've inspired you there. Um, yeah. Go out. Take someone on a date. And then take a picture and tag us. Yes. Hashtag the Naughty Rude Show Spring Date Edition. Yes. And if something funny happens on your date, we also want to know. Tell us your funny stories. Or if a dilemma comes up on the date, tell us those. (laughs) We want to hear the stories. We want to hear it all. We're excited for you. Spring Date Edition. We love it. Now, look, Liz. You have made a discovery this week that we all need to know about, apparently. What is your discovery? Game-changing, world-shattering. Tell us, Liz. You can't make me giggle before putting me on the spot. No, I'd never do that. At least I don't have a drink this time. Apparently, (laughs) love's... 
apparently apparently love sickness is like a real thing on webmd so it must be true what mm. <laughs> everything must on the internet true. is true that is so true it's i so mean it wasn't cancer <laughs> okay so tell us about love sickness how is it a real sickness <laughs> So apparently it refers to the strong feelings that arise from being unable to be with your loved one physically or emotionally, which can originate from a few like different situations, like potentially, you know, not being able to confess your love to the person, feeling unrequited love, breaking up with your loved one, or even just a long distance relationship. I've heard that it's like a real thing. Like when you have a breakup, there's like genuinely like symptoms in the body that you like your heart is broken. It's like a genuine thing. And then also like the long distance relationship thing. I definitely feel that. Like, when you're long distance and you're missing someone, there's, like, you feel it in your body. Mm. I think it's real. No, but even even people who are very old, you'll find, like, if they're in, like, a nursing home together and then one of them dies yeah. and the other one dies very quickly They die after. really quickly, yeah, together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, interesting, isn't it? So, yeah, I definitely, I definitely think it's a real thing. But also, like, interesting that, yeah, the unrequited love thing also definitely makes sense. Unrequited love, everyone thinks about, oh, they don't feel the same way. Maybe they're very oblivious to these feelings. I can't confess these feelings. But also maybe it's an ethical dilemma. Maybe they're what in a relationship. Of- oh. Right? Or maybe you're into them, but they were with your friend and you don't want to. Have we talked about homie hopping on this show yet? Or is that for I, a later week? I think week? that we might go into it a bit later. We might go into that. That's that's coming up, homie hopping. We but maybe will... you don't want to be a homie hopper and hop onto that homie. I think like the reason I kind of looked into lovesickness is just because like, somebody told me that they were lovesick. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I just kind of moved on with my life. And then afterwards they were like, maybe you're lovesick. And I was like, that's not a real thing, buddy. Uh, well, it was. She gaslit someone. <laughs> you're like, you are crazy. hear about <laughs> your capacity for empathy, Liz. But I had a conversation <laughs> with a friend. They rang me and it's like one of those phone calls where you think it's going to be a 10 minute phone call. Yep. And then you're like, hold on, this has been an hour and a half. Yep. A lot of my phone calls, it's like, hold on, we just need to record these and release these as podcasts yep. at this point. I had a four hour phone call. The other day, like, we go hard. But this one today, my friend's partner has just taken a new job in a different state. Mm. And so she had been to visit him for a couple days. And she was telling me, like, she was looking forward to it because she thought, well, now by visiting him, I'll be able to process this. Mm. And it turned out that, well, no, there were still some feelings to work through. Mm. And Ruby, you've done the the long distance thing? Yeah, yeah, I definitely have. And also I did long distance, like, really fresh into the current relationship I'm in. We had only been dating for two months and then we were apart for two months. Wow. And it was, because, like, you're in the honeymoon phase, right? So I was, like, already, like, you're really falling for him and then had to spend two months apart. So, like, that ache in my body was so real. I was like, I miss him so much. <laughs> I mean, that's a big step. Like, after two months, I don't know if I would. Yeah. Like, well, take, take me through, like, you're two months in. Yeah. What was going on? Well, like, because it was only two months in, mm. He was, it was like an internship program, like overseas for uni for like Mm. maybe like six weeks or something. And so like it had already been like booked and planned before we'd even started dating. So like that was just like the reality of it. And then I was going on overseas holiday with my family. And then so by the time we figured out we could meet up, it was yet two months. And then, but then we ended up meeting up overseas. Oh, wow. Um, So then it was kind of like an intense, like started like two months dating, two months apart. Five weeks traveling together overseas, like <laughs> yes. really, really intense. But we've been friends for years before that, and like we've been traveling together before as friends. So like oh, it was less less hectic. But yeah. but yeah, definitely the long distance thing. I definitely understand how 
they like, like you can feel that in your body. Have either of you ever like had that feeling? Like been like you're missing someone so much, like it aches or like a heartbreak where like you physically feel the heartbreak? I think my first ever breakup, I think I was like quite distraught over yeah. it. I reckon that that was probably as close to this feeling as yeah. I, I got. I'd say my first breakup as well. Like I remember like physically aching in my body. I wouldn't say it was love sickness though. I think I suspect it was just genuine heartbreak. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, is heartbreak and love sickness different? That's what I want to know. Mm. I think like here, here it seems that it is the same thing. Yeah. If it comes really? from a breakup. It is love sickness. Fair enough. I just kind of like I guess the way love sickness was described to me was like the person was basically just saying that they like they felt like they needed to be around the person that they were like lovesick for all the time otherwise it would like distract them oh. like they just constantly it Wait, was like so they were dating the person or not they were like kind of seeing that person so oh. it was just it kind of like came across like a bit like an obsession like they were like it's a bit codependent if you have yeah. to be around someone to not like feel a weird feeling i don't know no that's not that's not fun learn to compartmentalize your love sickness i must say it has done wonders for me right you just you feel love sickness for a little bit a couple of minutes at a time and then you go hold on i'm actually i'm actually a daddy and i just have to get on with my day <laughs> i guess as well like if you are feeling love sick what what can people do about it? Just distracting yourself. I guess that's like the mm. same advice you'd give somebody going through a bit of a breakup. Yeah. You know, like picking up a new hobby, maybe like getting into exercise. I know like some people in my life, the moment they go through a breakup, it's like that glow up. That glow yeah. up is for real, for real. Yes. It is so important to remember that you are like your own independent being. Mm. Just the idea of letting someone live rent free in my head, <laughs> disgusting and so antithetical to the person I am. So when it does happen, I'm like, oh my God, who am I become? This is disgusting. <laughs> but I feel like it is okay to go, hold on, I'm feeling this. And if I'm feeling it, it's valid, but make the space for it, yeah. hold that space. And then just go, cool, Yeah. there's that space, it's over there. I'm talking with my hands and it doesn't work because this is radio. So true. Make the space for it, like a little box, and then just close the yeah. box and go, cool, well, I've like, made the space for that, but now I have so much going on in the rest of my life. Yeah. Alternatively, just avoid the person. Yes. Maybe, uh, like, unfollow. If, if, if how they're making you feel is hurting you and, like, negatively impacting your life, then... Maybe just unfollow them on Instagram. Yeah. Sometimes the person continually approaches you and you just feel so powerless in that situation yeah. of, hold on, buddy, what well, what what is going on yeah. here? Also, I know that we can say avoid the person, but if you go to school with them or uni with them mm. or work with them, that can be yeah. impossible. So, yeah, it can be a tricky, a tricky situation, but, you know, there's lots. It can be good to have a conversation with them and go, hey. Yes. Love sickness is originating from a situation, yeah. whether it be a breakup or it be whatever it may be. And you go, hey, we're adults here. Let's have a conversation about this. If there's a boundary that's been set maybe before, yeah, maybe we, you know, just politely remind them of said boundaries. Yeah. But again, making the time to have that conversation can be mm. quite challenging in some circumstances. Definitely. I think we've very actually successfully unpacked that. We have. But if you have been lovesick and you want to talk, tell us about it, DM us and tell us your lovesick stories. You can show up on a Sunday and tell us about it in person. Don't do that. Don't actually do that. <laughs> tell me that you love me, Lachlan, please. I'll take that as a comment. Moving on to... <laughs> You're listening look, to the Lady Rich show with Liz. Liz. 
Liz, why do we why do we have to put a label on it? Do we have to call it something? This is just what we have, okay? Why is this not good enough? It's for you? so complicated between you and me, Lachlan. Mom and Dad, I just fight don't again, understand guys. what's happening. You need to clearly communicate with me. Maybe you're not a good listener. Maybe you just don't know how to talk. <laughs> you know what? I think I've had enough of the situation, Liz. We're done. We're we finished. are done. Moving on to some... <laughs> but yes, this is the topic. <laughs> Moving on to some songs. The way, that we did not, the way that we did not discuss it, we're just like, no, we're just opening this with a skit now. Um, look, the topic here that we are going to discuss and unpack is situationships. And there is so much, so much to unpack because situationships, they can really create feelings of jealousy. Yeah. Maybe you feel that the person you were seeing who's not your partner because it's a situationship is maybe not accountable and is not communicating with you as clearly as they should. I feel like Lachlan lived through a bit of that during my speed, like, hoe phase rounds. Yeah. (laughs) I think that... Because Lachlan's written a a comment on our run sheet, which is, you are entitled to clear communication. And I very clearly remember that conversation with you where you and Owen, who is a host from Sunday Suites, were very, very nicely giving me advice, saying, you know, at the end of the day, you deserve to be, like clearly communicated with you yeah. hearing that was such a game-changing thing you're not the only one i've had that conversation not, with and i'm very fed up of having that conversation with people <laughs> going hold on <laughs> darling you are entitled to clear communication and have the agency and to be empowered to set the boundaries that you want to set to have the conversations you... you want to have and to feel wanted that is so so true we talk about people just being conveniences but remember for this two hours we're pretending that all people are deserving deserving of of love. (laughs) And it's very difficult for me, but people should be able to feel wanted. Sometimes it can be that deep. Yeah. Ruby, how do we feel about... I mean, you're not in a situationship. It is very well defined. No, but my first, like, real fling with someone was a situationship, and it really affected me and, like, my future things with people. Um, I feel like because I had, like, never been in a relationship before and then... Oh, yeah, I didn't, that's the worst. Well, you hadn't been in a relationship before. I was, like, young. I was, like, I didn't, like, you know, like, I didn't know. Mm. Um, I didn't realise, like, how important communication was. Also, we, like, just didn't really get along. Like, as in, like, we didn't really have a lot in common, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so, like, we just didn't really have a lot to talk about. It was, like, yeah. mostly physical. Um, but, like, it was a situationship nonetheless. And I definitely fell for him because it was, like, my first, like, person mm. I had feelings uh, for like course. properly um, but then yeah the fact that we didn't communicate properly and then I think because it wasn't defined it was definitely a situationship then he like I remember this was the worst part is that he texted me on a Friday night I was like, going out with my friends and he texted me and I like, ended it like it was like I don't think we should do this anymore rah, rah, rah. and then I was like pretty like I was quite upset about that but Love then I sick. found out yeah I guess so and then I found out two weeks later he'd done that so that he could go sleep with someone else at a party so I was just like, and like I was like, okay, I know we weren't in a relationship, but that was f- that was dog, like yeah, that, no, like that's not cool. Like I just didn't think that, like I so I think that really set me up like to be quite insecure in like future relationships to be like, oh, like they're just gonna dump me. Well, I'm not for something else because that's like that's a pretty shit thing yeah. to do. So to, that's to anyone. My, no one deserves that. Yeah, that's my experience with situationships where I was like, okay, there was no communication. Like we obviously weren't supposed to be in a relationship, but like I definitely still had feelings for him like strongly. Mm. And then he just completely like just was so like just ended it so badly. Um, I'm ashamed to admit right now we got together back together two 
more times after that. <laughs> and that is completely. This fair. went on for that, years that and is, years. That is you closing and owning the narrative. Is yeah. what that is. This went on for years and years, but like the whole time, it never got better. He never treated me better. He always it just like does. I think he just saw me as like a I think just like a stepping stone on the way to like his proper relationship or whatever. Mm. Like, but then he would like do things that would be like really coupley. But then he'd be like, "Oh, you can't sleep in my bed because then you get feelings for me. Like, you can't sleep overnight because you get feelings for me." So it was like this weird thing where it was like he was trying to like be like, "Oh, this is not a thing," but I'm but then also doing things that like clear, it was clear like he had feelings he for me just, and I had feelings for him and like it just sounds like he was using you as a convenience. Yeah, and it was just like super complicated. <laughs> so like I am personally not a fan of situationships. I just don't think like I'm like all for like friends with benefits but as long as there's lots of communication there as think, to like where the boundaries lie I think that's where it is it's it's the communication well this is the thing is when there isn't that communication some people take advantage of that that gray area and the fact that it hasn't been defined in your case with this guy ending things with you before moving on to you know this new person Sometimes people will even go, well, I'm just going to sleep with this person anyway and you shouldn't feel bad about it because it's not like we said we were exclusive. That's true. To be fair, like, we... It, I think it was, like, it, it's like, it was unspoken that we were exclusive. So, yeah, he mm. did have the... <laughs> I guess he had... But because it's unspoken, sometimes people do just... Yeah, yeah. They leverage that and they use it and then can start going, well, why do you feel this way? You're not entitled to that emotion. Mm. So I think, I think, like, my advice in that situation would be, like, if you're confused... It's nice to start that conversation. Definitely. Like you are entitled to starting that conversation just as much as you're entitled to be communicated with yeah. and spoken to yeah. like in an honest and open way. Yeah. If current me could go back in time, boy, would I do things differently. Like I would talk about it. I'd be like more open. I'd be like, no, nah, this is not cool the way you're treating me. I'd be so much yeah. more open. I didn't as teenage me did not deal with it maturely. I think it that's just, something I definitely learned. Like yeah. I think I went through a bit of a small boy situationship, but I think. If it wasn't for the fact that he ended it, I would have brought up that conversation. Mm. So I was, it was kind of like it happened in the same time frame. So mm. like, like lucky me, but also like boohoo that ended. Yeah, yeah. But no, I've definitely like I learned a lot from it for sure. um, yeah, like don't go make out with all of his friends after he breaks your heart. Hee <laughs> hee. That was not a good way of dealing with it. But you know, whatever. We live and we learn. We start it. <laughs> I love it for the content. Look, oh, I think honestly. to wrap up though, you are entitled to ask the question, what are we? Yeah, get clarification. They are also entitled to give whatever answer they want to give 100%, you. 100%, yeah. You're entitled to a clear answer, though. But and also, if that answer doesn't line yeah. up with your expectations, you're you entitled to on. walk away. But also don't on. play each other. Like, No. Mm-mm. Yeah. No games here. Cool. No avoidant communication styles. No. It is Daddy's Day. It is, in fact, Daddy's Day. And, Liz, you have a story about someone who very nearly became a daddy. So last, yes. So last week, um, we kind of alluded to this. Basically, I was seeing a guy back in Singapore. He had a best friend. They were really close. She stayed over at his place a lot because there was some home stuff happening. And that was all cool, all fine. We were kind of like seeing each other, but not quite. We were in a situationship. Yeah. Is the easiest way of putting it. But he ended up kind of putting a ring on the finger in a, in a, you know, in, in a way he locked me down. We actually ended up dating. Mm. It wasn't a situationship after that. And all of a sudden I start getting these DMs from random people being like, oh, do you know that they're sleeping together still? Do you know that they are still doing these things? And I was like, excuse me, what? And I, I kind of didn't really believe them because like I had known this guy for months now. Like we were friends. So I was like, he's not cheating on me. Um, so who, but who who were these people messaging you? The whistleblowers? Literally, like, 
ghost accounts. Like these people had made burner accounts to harass me. Oh my god! And then it, it, it like, but wait, it gets worse. Oh no. And then all of a sudden, apparently, she's pregnant. <gasps> and it's like, okay. So you're being told that there is another woman, or that you are the other woman. I think I'm being told that there is another woman. I don't think I was the other woman in the situation. It just so happens because they they weren't dating; mm. they oh. were just like sleeping together. Oh, but not safely because oops. So I was like, okay, I uh, apparently apparently she's pregnant. So he was like, okay, I'm gonna take responsibility for it if it's true, right? Because like, response we we love a responsible man. We do, we do. We love daddies who are prepared to be daddies. <laughs> and I was like okay, so does this change what we are? And I kind of came to the decision, I'm okay with still seeing you as long as this isn't going to influence or impact your life negatively. So it was a conversation we had and we just mutually agreed that we were happy to still continue dating. What ended up happening was his parents got really involved and they hated the fact that he was still seeing me, even Mm. though he was doing everything in his power to both see me and also take care of her and this quote-unquote child. But what about all these other people who messaged you saying that he was still sleeping with her when you guys started dating? So the thing is, like, I didn't believe them because, like I said, me and him have been friends for months. Mm. And, like, he was quite open with the fact that they were sleeping together. So, like, I was like, yeah, he's not cheating on me. Ah. Um, and then she slid into my DMs and she was like, when did you guys start dating? And I was like, you know, X and Y date, for example. And then she was, I was like, why? And she was like, oh, I want to know if this was before, like, whether we slept together before or after you guys got together. And I was like, okay, this is definitely a conversation I need to have with him. Mm -hmm. So I sat him down and I was like, did you or did you not sleep with her before or after Mm -hmm. me? And he was like, I have no idea what she's talking about. And I believed him because... Like I said, these crazy people were in my DMs. Why would I believe burner accounts over a guy that I've known for months and months and months? True. Okay. Right? So, you know, so at this point, the, the, what the consensus is this, we, my boyfriend at that, at that point, I guess, had a girl that was potentially pregnant that wanted to keep the child and he wanted to be involved in her life mm-hmm. and support in any way he could. And then after that, the conversation between me and him was that he might... Because at the end of the day, he was still my friend. Regardless of whether or not we were dating, he was one of my closer friends. Mm. So I was like, we, we would still chat about like the potential of the future, like what is going to happen when she has this child, et cetera, mm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So and, presumably as this pregnancy is progressing, she is getting her tests that she needs to and getting her checks. Yes. Yeah, so, so yes, yes. She's going to these doctor's appointments, but his family and him are being iced out from that. Oh, and every time he, they, you know, he asks any questions or he tries to be involved, she like holds this threat of like, "I'll take away your child from you," mm. wow. over him. So he's very stressed out. And while this is all happening, it's get, gotten worse for me. So instead of these people in my DMs telling me that my boyfriend's cheating on me, now it's become a game of, "You're a, you know, you're such a whore, you're a slut, mm. you're the worst person on earth. Aren't you ashamed of yourself?" for staying with this man who's gotten a girl pregnant mm. and he's willing to marry her if he has to. Mm. But then there is a, a twist in this time. There, there is a twist. So this is all happening. In the end, I do end up breaking up with him. There was this bit of conflict that happens, but I also come to the conclusion that maybe we wait until it's all sorted before we think about a relationship. Mm. And then a couple months down the line, all of a sudden it comes to light that she's lied. 
Oh. It's a fake pregnancy. <gasps> and the only reason they found out was because, so they had jokingly said, what are the odds that, you know, these are twins because twins run like in the family. Mm. And she was like, oh, funny, you should say that. <gasps> I have twins. And at this point, you have to understand, she's going to these doctor's appointments. She's getting these ultrasounds. She's showing them photos. Mm. They have not been to one single ultrasound. She's found a reason to ice them out. Mm. Oh, like, oh, um, I, I went early in the morning. I decided not to go, even though we agreed to go together. Mm. You know, like, or like, we're supposed to go to today together, but you didn't wake up early enough. I already went. And the only reason they figured out is because he commented, oh, you know, you should be showing by now because... You know, if it's why, twins, right? Why would you pretend to have twins? Yeah, you know how hard that is to fake. There's no like baby bump that she was exactly. Trying. So he he brought it up. He was like, you know, it's funny you're not showing. And then you know, obviously the threats come out. You know, I'm gonna take him, the ch- take the child away from you. I'm gonna leave. All the children at this point. Yeah, and then I guess eventually they pushed and pushed and pushed. And eventually, you know, she was at the time, she was also drinking. They were finding liquor missing from their cabinets. Mm. So her, his parents were getting kind of upset because they were like, if you are mo- going to be a mother, why on earth are you not looking after yourself? Mm. And then it, all of a sudden, haha, it was a funny prank. Mm, not no. funny. And at, that, at this point, he'd, she'd basically ruined his life because he's knocked up this girl. People were also telling him to kill himself. Mm. They had ruined my life because... They were DMing me. They were DMing my friends. They were DMing my family. They were DMing people I was working with to tell them to, I guess, like, that I was a shit person. Mm. So, like, my life was getting ruined. His life was getting ruined. Everyone's life was getting ruined for a quote-unquote prank. Not a prank, darling. Mm. Like, it wasn't It wasn't cute. It wasn't a cute prank. No. Did you ever find out why? I think she was jealous that he was seeing me and she wanted him for herself. Because it only really came out when he started seeing somebody. It was very crazy. Yeah. And apparently the original plan was that she was planning on going to Europe and having this quote-unquote abortion. Oh. And that's how she would get rid of it. God, that's elaborate. People who can do stuff like that, I'm like, how? How can you morally, like... It was so, so crazy. Like, you're, like, potentially, like, you know, messing up people's lives for very big, big life things there. You know, he's being painted out to be this irresponsible person who doesn't want to take care of her, look after her, or be with the child even though he's tried to do everything in his power to be involved mm. and then you But there's nothing to be involved with now look that conversation we had just there got a little bit heavy so if you were listening to that and it's brought up some issues for you you can call 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732 that's 1-800-737-732 or you can call lifeline on 13 11 14 what are your thoughts on people dating people with children or who might be having children? It's a tricky one. I feel like, once again, it's like you wouldn't know until you're in this situation. I guess, like, it depends mm-hmm. how strongly you feel about that person and, like, how, like, at, like what their relationship is like with the person who's given birth to their kid and, like... That's so true. I feel like it's all very complicated. I don't know. I, I feel like you just have to be, like, depend on the situation, but I don't know. I don't... I don't I don't plan on being a stepmom there anytime soon. Definitely a lot of factors. A definitely, lot of definitely, factors. yeah. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it, but I probably wouldn't like be jumping out of my seat for it. So, no, I can definitely say it's a hard no because I do want to one day be, I think, like a foster dad. Mm-hmm. That's something that I have thought about. Not have my own child or my partner's mm-hmm. child. So I don't think that would really fit in with where I see my life going. But for people who can navigate that, it takes a lot of very open and honest communication to do that. It would be much easier if the person already had a child. 
Yeah. I think if somebody's, if if your partner, in my opinion, if the person you're seeing is kind of expecting a child, if it's in yeah. the early stages, because it's a massive life change for them that they have to navigate. If it's an, if it's in the early stages, I say maybe don't touch that for a bit. I think I'm happy if somebody's already made that decision. You know, they know their the child is being kept. They know that there's like that there is gonna be a child. Yeah. But if they've just found out that somebody's gotten pregnant, I I think personally, I'm I'm not gonna touch that. Mm. Just because it's it's very messy. Yeah. It, it can be very messy. Yeah. Got any burning questions? There's a cream for that. Hit us up at the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Now, we always like every week to answer some listener questions. We and do. This week we have a big one. Sometimes it can get a bit a bit stale, a bit slow. I feel like I've been quite tired today. I don't know about you, Ruby. Yeah, very so, tired. I think oh, the Sundays have hit us. Yeah. And sometimes it can hit in the bedroom too. So our question this week, how do you spice up your sex life? What have yeah. we got for the listeners, people? It's always good to try new things. Mm-hmm. We were looking up date ideas earlier. Yeah. We were. I feel like that's the thing, like sex, it, the spicing up your sex life doesn't necessarily have to be specifically the sex. It can be just like spicing up mm. your life. Like if you go do something exciting, like it'll get you in the mood maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. But also if you are out of ideas, there is definitely information oh, yeah. available. You can definitely Google it, yeah. You can. But I mean like an obvious one is Private like- Private browser, please. Uh, yeah, incognito mode. No, just do it on your work laptop. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's fine. <laughs> like You, you guys forget don't to close look your up browser. stuff on your work laptop? Are we not supposed to do that? <laughs> Oops. Guys. I feel like an obvious one for this is sex toys. Try some new sex yeah, toys. I feel like that's true. a fun one. Partner toys. Yeah, exactly. Like jump on Love Honey together or like one of those other sites. Have a scroll. We'll be like, ooh, we could try this. It'd be fun. Or like you could do a, like a date to the sex store. Yes, that's a fun mm. one. Yes, yes, I love that. Um, I feel like on that line, like, you know, spice it up with, like, some lingerie, some, like, not fun outfit vibes, That maybe? is so, so true. Yeah. Or even, go a step further, role play, and then you can wear, like, the costume of the person you're role playing. You know, like, you're, like, a sexy nurse or a fireman or... You know, I could get behind a sexy fireman. Yeah, me too. Or in front of, you know, whatever he's into. Yeah, yeah okay. either or. <laughs> but, yeah, in terms of, like, wearing different things, that could help. Mm. Yeah. If you're not vibing with what's going on at the moment, maybe your partner is too. Are you talking to them? Mm, communication are you is actually key. Like, yeah. I feel like every week that is just the show is communication yeah. is key. But this is it's actually so not the Naughty Rude Show. This is just the please communicate with your uh-huh. partner. This is really just a two-hour intervention every yeah. week. That's what it is. Like, just talk to them. Talking to your partner and maybe they're feeling the same way and maybe there's something that they want. Exactly. That they don't feel comfortable expressing to you and now you're having this open and honest conversation and it's like, okay. But also it's important, I think, like I feel like the advice is always when you're having those conversations is don't have them in the bedroom. No. Like before, after or during sex. Absolutely not. Go, go have a walk. Go for a walk in the Botanic Gardens. Go on a tandem uh-huh. bike ride. Yeah, go on one of the date ideas I suggested and talk about your yeah. sex life and how you can spice yeah. it up. You know, you're having a picnic and then you talk to your partner and you go, okay, you want me to get the cuffs out. Well, I'm going to do that. Exactly. You're under arrest. Or like, you know, let's get Peggy to go. There's plenty of things you can do. Also, I guess along the lines of talking, try some dirty talk maybe. <laughs> That's yes. so true. As we heard last week, Lachlan is very good at it. <laughs> There are some people in my life that could get a tiny bit better. They but... could get good. Okay, what, what what are they lacking? What are they lacking? Let's go. Putting me on the spot, guys. And you love it. Um, They just don't do it. 
End of story. <laughs> well, this is something that you can communicate with them about. Other ways you can spice mm. up your sex life is, yes. oh, bring foods into the bedroom. So you use like chocolate-covered strawberries or some Very whipped true. cream or mm. some Nutella on like strategic places. This is where the baking can come in. Bring down oh, ideas. so like the have baking. sex on the kitchen bench while you bake. I, I lose focus very quickly. I get distracted easily. And, you know, things can heat up pretty quickly in the kitchen. So there's definitely, like, lots of different ways to spice up your sex life. But, yeah, to reiterate once again, communicating with your partner that you are having sex with is a great way to start Mm. out and just kind of figure out, like, yeah, like, okay, like, what is it that, like, we're not liking? Like, is it just, like, the same old, same old? Or, like, is it more that, like, one person's not happy with something? Or, uh, I don't know, just, like, you know, there's obviously plenty of different things, but... Mm. Hopefully you've given me some good suggestions there. Yeah, definitely don't feel afraid as well. Like, if you feel like your partner's just giving you the same thing day in, day out, to just talk to them and go, hey, buddy, my back, walls, name a more iconic duo. Let's go. Let's put that learning into practice. (laughs) She does not bend that way. (laughs) She might not bend that way, but I do. Anyway, Anyway. enough said, enough said. So go on a date with whoever you're having sex with and talk to them about your sex life and yes. how so you can spice it up. And then tell us Ooh, how it together? goes. Nothing, nothing. Moving along. So, guys, it has been a long, long episode. Long and hard. Long and hard. <laughs> Today was Daddy's Day, so we did a bit of the S's. We gave you guys some good first date ideas. Thanks to Ruby, Ruby came up with some lovely, some lovely spring, spring date ideas. Date ideas. Get Your us sunshine. boyfriend is going to be fucking spoiled. Yeah, I know. Your Why? boyfriend is spoiled. Lucky him. <laughs> and we kind of like talked about how love sickness is apparently a real like sickness. Yeah. Like, I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> um, communication being really important in situationships. Just a lot of little things that yeah. we've spoken about today. I think we covered mm. a whole like variety of topics. It really. Where would they find out more things? Where would they find more things? Listen up. Open wide. Because daddy's got that gut. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was going to read out our Instagram caption, but you're just going to have to go to Instagram yourself to read that one because I simply cannot say that. (laughs) You can't do it. Live on the internet forever. Uh, Yeah, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. But Instagram's where we've, um, yeah, we've put just an incredible incredible caption that you will need to see. <laughs> it's at Naughty Rude Sin. At Naughty Rude Sin. We're also on your preferred podcast platforms. Just search Naughty Rude Sin. Listen Literally to it with Daddy. Everywhere. If you can't get listen enough of us, just go Daddy. listen to more of us on, on This podcast. is a show to listen to with <laughs> everyone. <Yeah>. Everyone. <laughs> Bring your family, get involved. Uh, me. <laughs> but maybe you listen to it with your partner and you go, hey, do you feel like maybe you would, you know, identify with any certain segment there? Yeah. Communication issues? You do. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> Ruby, where can people get involved? You can head to our Tumblr, which is the naughtyrootshow.tumblr.com slash ask. forward slash ask. So you can, like, submit your dilemmas, your questions, tell us it's your fun It's completely anonymous. And we also have a link tree. Yes, we have a link tree. So if you go into our like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, sorry, X. X. Oh, God. <laughs> and you click on that link, you can also send us anonymous messages. Yeah. So hit us up on all of the socials. We are conversation starters. That is what we are. Yes. But right now we are finishing the conversation. Thank we you so are. much for listening this evening. Good night. Good night. Good night.